Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Root of All Podcasts. I am your uh, Miles-shaped host, Miles. Miles Newbirth. I'm the other host. <laughs> I'm Devin. He's also a Newbirth. We're we're a pair of them. Yeah, I I almost didn't want to introduce myself after that one. I didn't know if I wanted to be associated with that introduction or not. <laughs> the, the, my, I I don't see the problem. I'm a host. <laughs> I'm Miles-shaped. I'm miles it's see that all checks out <laughs> three for three hundred percent on that pop quiz yeah but uh so uh ha- happy new year everyone yeah this should be going up on new year's day so hopefully everyone had great holiday season hopefully yeah. everyone had um a great new year's eve and uh is just raring and ready to go in the new decade yeah ready for these roaring 20s the uh the the super fun thing is that we you know we decided to use a very very topical episode topic yeah. um so for those of you joining us for the first time we each pick a podcast episode based on a theme and then tell you about it that's our jam that's what we do helping you guys pick what podcasts to listen to besides obviously this one yes the other ones because this one is the obviously number one choice um, so being super topical like we always are, um, <laughs> it's Legos. Yeah. Brother, brother sent me a whole list of random things and I was like, sure, Legos. Yeah. I started with Legos and then I started and then I listed other ones. I was like, uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, New Year's celebrations around the world, uh, the, the, the 1920s. And then he was like, sure, Legos. I'm like, all right, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, each each recommendation got like more and more topically appropriate for when it was coming out. And I just went back to the very beginning to the first one. To the one that made you go, why Legos? And I, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. It's something. I'm You're bad at like, brainstorming. I yeah. Hmm? I, I, brainstorming is not a special skill of mine. Uh... <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It's, <clears throat> I, I, uh... As with every topic, there were about a billion podcasts to choose from. Yeah, I'm hoping yours is is nice and hefty because I had a I, I had a light load this week. <laughs> Once I picked and listened to my podcast, I'm like, oh, I can say something about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so all right, so I'll start with my uh, topic, my 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 episode that I listened to. Um, it is from Improvised Wikipedia. Okay. Sounds fun. Which is, uh, I'll give you the little descriptor here. Each week, comedians Glenn Tickle and John Lunger improvise a random Wikipedia entry. There are facts, sure, but also a lot of nonsense. They are not affiliated with Wikipedia. Right. Um, so the episode is titled Lego and was released in November, uh, of, of 2019. Uh, November 19th, 2019. So it's pretty recent for them. Um, it is roughly 58 minutes long. So they, they chat for a while about Legos. Um, I do want to say right away, um, this one has that explicit tag on it for there's some course language and some challenging ideas. Um, sure. But I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was funny. Um, but definitely something to keep in mind. Um, probably don't... Uh, you know, blare it over your computer speakers at work or something like that. Right. 
Is that what you did? Did you play these movies at work? <laughs> no, no. So the over the intercom, just for everyone, you know. <clears throat> so um, the, here's the actual episode descriptor for this particular episode. Okay. John and Glenn switch roles and are small plastic boys this week. Glenn tried a plastic shame Lego back in elementary school. Not surprisingly, John and Glenn were big nerds who built lots of Legos as kids. They actually kind of know this one. So, they talk about how they switched roles, but... Since it's the only episode you've listened to, yeah, you, you have no idea. <laughs> I didn't notice at all. So, yeah. apparently it was it was unusual. Um, it was kind of led by Glenn. Um, the only reason I know that is because they specifically tell you which one has this uh, Lego anecdote about plastic shaming uh, Lego in elementary school. Because oh. um, otherwise, after one episode, I wasn't able to remember which voice is which. I get that. I'm like knees deep into the f reality podcast that i mentioned in the vr mm -hmm. episode and i'm just now like i just now have all of their names parsed i think it doesn't help that every time they introduce themselves they do a different wacky introduction yeah and i really i don't think there i would have been able to figure them all out but at some point i went and watched at least one of their videos on youtube for each of them ah and i feel like that really helps me like see seeing them like, putting a, a face to it, like, can help me start to try and parse out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but being able to put a face to a name or a, a face to a voice definitely can help. So since we've already started on a tangent, e for Christmas, Hannah got me a trip to a local VR place. Yeah? But So we're going, uh, Dad's coming with, Hannah's coming with. On Tuesdays, they do all-you-can virtual reality for $35 per wow. person which is really reasonable for a virtual reality place because yeah. um, it's 3 p.m. to 10 p.m., which is seven hours of virtual reality. That's a lot of virtual reality. Do you know what they got? Is it mostly just headsets hooked up to computers? Or do they have some, like, simulators, treadmills, that it's, sort of thing? Um, it's mostly headsets <clears throat> hooked up to computers. They do have two that are set up to be kind of more racy simulator-type setups. I don't sure. know how like setup it is i know they have steering wheels but i i don't know beyond that what yeah. those are set up for but it's mostly just headsets to play with cool it'll be fun um we'll, we'll play some super hot play some uh rec room maybe Ooh, let me know if i'm off i'll jump in maybe we can play rec room together while you're there um so i'm really excited about that moving on back to legos yeah so obviously i don't want to go over everything because it's uh the, I'll, I'll just kind of run down how the episodes work in general and how this episode worked and sure. trying to give a, a few basic things here. Um, so, first, they talked about how they were going to be very on task and start right away. And then they Same. spent 10 minutes randomly picking a topic from submissions. Um, so, uh, what happens is before they record episodes, they ask for submissions from the internet. And then they do like a random number generator or something to randomly pick one. And this process, because of talking, took about 10 minutes. And when I wrote that in my notes, I thought I was exaggerating, but I actually went back because I was looking for something else. Yeah. And it was literally about nine and a half minutes. Nice. <laughs> Before they even said the word Legos. So it sounds like this podcast might be for you if you also like the podcast you're currently listening to. <laughs> I, I did kind of get, uh, it's... The, it's a definitely a different, you know, idea than, you know, podcasts versus Wikipedia. And they do their kind of research 
while they're recording their podcast. On the on the flow. I, I like their vibe. Let's just say that. Um, so they spend 10 minutes doing that. They picked Legos this particular episode. I, I assume they don't pick Legos every episode because that would be weird. <laughs> kind of a fun fun take on the uh, the worst idea of all time format. <laughs> it's every like... week we make up a different Wikipedia article to the same topic. It's like, uh, it, well, it'd be a really complicated way to get to the same topic, too. Yeah. So basically, they pick the topic, which was Legos in this instance, and then they list everything they can think of about Legos that may or may not be true, and just kind of tell stories about Legos. Cool. One of those is where Glenn sent a letter to Lego and asked them if they used recycled plastic in Legos, and if not, why not? All right. Um, if you want to know what happened... Listen to the podcast. Sure. Bang, bang, bang. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um, so they, they, they kind of sit and chat about that. And then about halfway through, they do a ad break. Um, or rather, they pretend to do an ad break. Um, at least in this instance. They did a fake ad break for Mega Blocks. Ah. <laughs> so, so you don't know if that's like part of the bit or just something. I don't know if they always <clears throat> do a fake ad break. For, but for a competitor um, too. <laughs> but they definitely did a fake ad break in this episode. They just basically said they were reading an ad for Megablock and then just came up with random like taglines for Megablocks. You know, like Megablocks. Are, are you poor? <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> True. Rude. I don't want to. Listen, that, we didn't Megablock. The... We had we had. Lincoln logs from our grandma's house that were from our parents' childhood. That's <laughs> half a Lincoln log set. Yes. <laughs> Lincoln oh, logs. Where did the other half the set go? <laughs> Lincoln logs. You're five. This is too complicated. I could not make a house that actually looked like a house to save oh. my life. And then also Lincoln logs. You're six. This is boring now. <laughs> <laughs> there's no age in which Lincoln Logs are actually fun. No, I think there is one, and I think it's uh 28. I think right now I would mess up some Lincoln Logs. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely some like children toys in in quotes that are definitely way more fun and entertaining for adults. I feel like I could do some mad, just some mad crazy stuff with a Connect set in a way that like young Miles had no clue. They actually like, they actually dunk on Connects pretty hard in this episode. Fair. So the issue is Connects just wanted to be Legos so bad and weren't Legos. And the issue with Connects is that you're like it seems like it should be more free, but but you're really stuck locked in with their angles because of yes. all the angle connectors. No, I get you though. I think the thing Connects jumped into first. Um I think they got into this a little before Legos and then Legos kind of came in and did it as well was like like pander to the the kids who wanted to build robots. I think early on Connects mm -hmm. was like, yeah, sure, you can't do anything you can imagine, but our carousel like you can build a functioning electronic carousel. Like stuff so like that. So Lego Technics has been around for a long time actually. That's that right. actually comes up in in the episode. I don't remember the exact uh date that it, it came out, but it's been out for a long time. I feel like, yeah, I feel like what might happen there is that Lego Technics were aimed, they're both aimed for slightly older kids, but like yeah. Lego Technics is just a little bit older kids than the Connects robotic stuff, so I discovered Maybe. the Connects moving stuff first. That could be. Didn't you have that, like, Lego 
Technics R2D2 that you could like try and program to do stuff. No, I had a Mindstorm kit, um, but I could barely get it to do anything. There was they made an R2D2 set that I really wanted, but that actually came out after I got my Mindstorm kit. Okay, Mindstorm. No idea what that did. I remember you had it, and then it, I never saw it do anything. Yeah. Well, I I don't I don't think our, the computer that we had access to was compatible with it properly right i feel like i'm gonna when i have a kid i'm gonna mess up some like robotic stuff <laughs> it's gonna be one of those like meme comics where like the dad's like oh let's build this together and then the kid gets bored and the dad's sitting there till all hours of the night having fun with it alone <laughs> like that's that's me <laughs> but i was going to say that i think the thing with connects was that i think connects as far as like building moving parts had a cheaper entry point than Lego Technics did. I yeah. think that has more to do with it than than the age sure. requirements. I think it was just in order to get moving parts, Connects had a cheaper entry point than Legos did. Legos entry point in general, Lego sets are expensive, and the yeah. Technic ones are not on the cheap end of that spectrum. No, I think Legos the reason the real reason Legos beats Connects and Mega Blocks and everyone is that like yes. Fun, inventive, they own a lot of licenses, so you can do a lot of cool licensed materials. Mm -hmm. But, like, one of their, like, their own intellectual properties is, like, one of the coolest things to exist in any medium. And I am, of course, referring to Bionicle. (laughs) Yeah, you were right in that age group that just loved Bionicle. Bionicle was rad. You got these guys, they looked awesome, you could replace parts and stuff, and then you watch the movie and you're like awesome this looks sick it was basically like build your own transformers but they were also power rangers like yeah yeah. build your own transformer that is also a power ranger so now so that's kind of what they decided to do with ninjago that's basically what ninjago is ninja power rangers that you build yeah uh, but they just don't look as sick as the bionicles and i got into ninjago for a while because it should be ninjago but like it's also ninjago it's bad um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's but fine. i got me and me and charlie um if you're listening charlie shout out uh we got really into lego sets for a while growing up like when we were in high school and just had income and nothing to do with it we would just buy some some lego sets and just go off in his basement so when i really got into bionicles but we we dabbled with some ninja go but yeah but bionicles are one of the things that saved lego actually so in the 90s legos actually went to a period where they were like they almost folded woof well so this was be it was either in the 80s or 90s they were just struggling it's because everyone already owned the the western set and the city set and the space set and that's all they had and everyone already owned them but so yeah basically what saved legos was bionicles because they had a whole new line and they did like the little tv shows and stuff that kids liked Mm -hmm. and then they did the first licensing deal that they did was a star wars i was gonna say it was the wars yeah which was a real good choice and those lego sets are still like some of the top tier lego sets what's really funny is they didn't know if they wanted to do a licensing deal with star wars because the inherent violence lego says generally kind of stayed away from war sets they don't believe in it ah uh, that's some real revisionist history on the old west there my friend <laughs> okay but no but they don't ha- it's nothing it's, it's not a war set it's playing cowboys that's not the same thing i'm not saying that they're perfect <laughs> 
Um, but they, they didn't know if they wanted to do Star Wars, but they did. So, you know, they, they make all the lightsabers and all the little mini fig heads and all that fun stuff. They, when they do licensing deals, they try not to make too many unique bricks for the, for the licensed stuff. Usually they'll stick with the minifigs and then like one or two little things depending on whatever the thing is. But, you know, that licensing and Bionicles really saved them and now they're back to being like this huge brand. I mean, like Star Wars saved them. I'd say the second biggest property they have. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, well, like it, Star Wars like paved the way. Yeah, then the floodgates opened. I wonder if they're pissed or if they're totally chill. With the fact that, like, Mega Bloks, I think it's Mega Bloks, got the Halo licensing. Uh, it was Mega Bloks or Playmobil. I don't remember. One of the two. I think Mega Bloks, but I could be wrong. Either way. Honestly, at this point, by the time anyone got the licensing, Halo was so played out. I guess. See, I feel like Lego could have really brought it brought it to next level. Like, they could have put Maybe. together some really cool sets. But the thing that I wanted most in the entire world would be a Lego Halo video game. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. That would be amazing. Oh, I would just die. All the Lego video games are also like way better than they have any right to be. That's very true. I I think my the height of Lego video game is actually once again Lego Star Wars when you had the the complete trilogy. the the six yeah. movies in one game. The complete saga. I think yeah, complete saga is what they called it, which is inaccurate now, but that's what they called it. And the reason I like that game in particular is because it's so huge. There's so much you can do in that game. But yet they did the, my favorite thing, which was that they, the Legos don't talk in that game. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of actual real voice acting in the Lego games, personally. Yeah, I think they did that in Lord of the Rings. And other, outside of that, Lego Lord of the Rings is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, because like the overworld on it, like, is so cool. Uh, like going from like like basically walking the path of the ring, like to get from level to level is really sick. Um, I also think the overworld in the uh, Lego Indiana Jones games is really solid. Lego Batman Two was was my second favorite, but sure. that's mostly because in Lego Batman Two you got to play as the whole rest of the Justice League, which includes nice. the Green Lantern. Uh, so, <laughs> how's that move set? Um. Uh, so, like, he can float, uh, kind of like Superman can, but then, uh, for, like, creating stuff with his Green Lantern ring, there's basically, like, glowy green bricks at certain ports, parts in certain levels that only Green Lantern can interact with, uh, and they make special green shape. Alright. I think he shoots, like, a beam or something. Beams and bubbles? Hal Jordan? I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely Hal Jordan, but, okay. you know, that's okay. Um, moving back to the podcast that I'm talking about right now. <laughs> so they do their, the funny ad break and then they come back and they, uh, that's when they actually compare like their notes that they've taken, making up their own Wikipedia page with the real Wikipedia page. Okay. And they just kind of talk about anything that they missed, anything that they got wrong, anything they got right. Then they decide if they made a better Wikipedia or worse if you want to know it, what how they rated themselves once again you're gonna to have to listen to the podcast awesome it, it was uh it was a blast and a half to listen to you can tell they get along how, how long they've been doing this what kind of backlog are you looking at i'm not sure i honestly don't look that deep into it unless it's unless i'm pulling an older episode just to to peel back the curtain a little bit i 
basically find the episode that covers the topic I want, and then I go and make sure that they're still making Running, episodes, yeah. usually. That's, that's something I ran into looking for a Lego podcast. I've had a couple that sounded interesting, but they weren't running anymore. So I almost did one about something that I want to talk about in a second. Great. I almost did one talking about uh, the Lego Movie 2. Ah, I considered that as well. I almost did that mostly because I haven't seen the Lego Movie 2, and I don't have any real plans to see the Lego Movie 2, and so I thought maybe I could just what listen to a podcast instead, and that would be, you know, just as good. thing is, I do want to see it. I don't have plans At to. At some point, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I the first one a lot. The first one is so good. Um, I but haven't so... heard bad things about the second one. Just, I haven't heard anything. And if it's, like, sliding in, if it's even if it's coasting at around the same level as the first one, it's going to be worth a watch. So, did you see Lego Batman? Yes. I loved Lego Batman. It was so good. It's excellent. The Some people don't like it, and they're wrong, and that's okay. Yeah, everyone's wrong about something. It's a fact of life. Um, I have not seen the, the, I also listened to a podcast that talked about the Lego Ninjago movie, Ninjago, whatever. I heard, I mean, it, the trailers looked good. I'm never going to see it. I hope to someday, but <laughs> probably never going to see it. So I guess it stars Jackie Chan or like features Jackie Chan. Yeah. Like both in the Lego form and in live action form. Jeez Jackie Louise. Chan. Great. Love that. So... The I listened to an episode, I don't remember what the podcast was, but someone that was describing the that movie basically said that 45 minutes in the middle of that movie, not one single thing that was worth discussing happened. Oh. Which that seems insane, that for 45 <laughs> minutes, just nothing happened. Yeah, which, well, not worth discussing. Because if it was like 45 minutes of stuff being very bad, yeah. you would discuss it. It was so just like, 45 minutes of, I don't know. Like, it almost uh, makes me want to watch it just to find out what he means. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Curiosity peaked. But so, I don't know if this is a thing that you would want to do. But neither of us have seen the Lego Movie 2. Right. I thought maybe we could try our hand at improvising a Lego Movie 2 Wikipedia page. Right, okay. And then seeing how we did. It would be real quick. I cheated a little bit because this isn't our jam and uh, because, you know, we don't have a super long time to do it. So I have, like, the categories that are in, like, a normal movie Wikipedia page. That way right. we can kind of just fill in those blanks a little bit. Right. The It's Lego Movie 2, which has a subtitle. Do you know what the subtitle is, brother? Everything is awesome? No. Nope. It is Lego Movie 2, colon, the second part. Ah, right. Because yeah, they're the most meta. It's it's all the meta. So, first thing you go over is generally like a... Synopsis? Like a... So, it doesn't actually have like an explanation for what the first part is called. But yeah, just kind of like a synopsis of... Okay, Lego Movie 2 was released in 2018 under the direction of... Um, Steven Spielberg, starring um, Chris Pratt, Chris <laughs> Evans, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Farley, and uh, Chris London. Um, <laughs> Definitely all those people. Those um, people started it, maybe. They, uh, so basically, you've got the plot, the cast, the release, the reception, and the future. So for the plot... I, mean, um, I don't want to know the future. I'm not, <laughs> not into that stuff. You're not a, you're not uh, a psychic? Yeah, no, I'm not a... So the plot, I would think, basically, 
what will happen in the Lego movie, what did happen in this, because it's a Wikipedia page, the plot mm-hmm. is that du- Duplos are there, because that happened at the end of the first movie, there are Duplos, right. and it's it, bad bad things happen because of Duplos, and... They, they, they had, like, apocalypse vibes. Yeah, and so then Chris, one of the Chris's, I, I know from the trailer that, that Chris Pratt plays multiple characters, and... He, uh, that there are raptors and they save the day. And the moral of the story is to play with your sister. Yeah. That I think that's the plot. I'm wondering if like, cause like everything was awesome in the first one, but like literally they were in a basement and everything was neat and tidy because dad was, was a Lego man and yeah. all that jazz. Um, and at the end he's like, I'll let my kid play with it. So like, is everything being an apocalypse just like what happens when you mix Lego sets? Like, is that the consequences? Like, is the happy is the consequence of the happy ending of the first film? Uh, well, everything's bad now. Like, <laughs> everything is not awesome. Yeah, maybe I don't know. The world may never know. So, who do you think is in this one? the The first movie was star studded, had mm-hmm. all the stars in it. Yeah, I mean, I already threw out my my guesses. It all the Chris, every Chris that's you think ever every lived. Chris? Um. Chris including Burkhardt. some that they had to, they had, yeah, they, <laughs> including some they had to like CGI hologram in, um, yeah. which was way easier to do when it was a minifig. Yeah, um, um, they could have just used them in the Lego form. They actually put Chris Farley in the live action scenes, which I don't know why they did that. Yeah, it was really not <laughs> ideal, but uh, <laughs> I mean, anything that pushes that medium forward, I'm hoping by the time I die, um, we'll be so good at holograms, no one will know. Everyone will just assume that I haven't died because the hologram of me will be so good. We're getting there. Yeah. We're not far off with the, the deep fakes and whatnot. I don't know what that means, but I've, I've heard the, the term. The deepest fake. <laughs> it's the new title of my memoirs is The Deepest Fake. Okay. I, I don't know what it means. <laughs> no one does. No one, no one does. So every Chris is in it. There's, uh, I don't remember who played the lead female in the first one. I'm sure she's back. It wasn't Aubrey Plaza, was it? No. Mm, was it no Aubrey idea. Plaza? <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking Parks and Rec, aren't I? Shoot. Yeah. Dag yeah. yo. <laughs> yeah, it was not Aubrey Plaza. That's a different series. Oh, man. <laughs> Way to go. I just wanted to get more work. I love Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> Good. I want him to make, I want him to Do remake. Do you think Morgan Freeman's like, in this one? I think so. I want him to remake Nancy Drew. But as an adult who's like embittered, but still somehow solving mysteries, like almost begrudgingly, and it is Aubrey Plaza, like I, that's a TV show I would watch. Huh. Yeah. Just like bitterly, sarcastically solving yeah, like, mysteries. Like almost accidentally at this point. Yeah. Like, well, just like refusing to solve the mystery, and then when no one else solves it, she's just like, oh my god, you idiots, here's the answer. Yeah. Every episode. Like, and keeps doing it because she can't keep a, a regular job. She's like, I'm not, I'm not a detective anymore. I was technically never a actual detective. <laughs> I work at the burger joint. You're fired. I'll take the case. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll need you to pay me up front. This is a good series. I'm going to write it. Okay. Aubrey Plaza's people. Get at me. This is her role. This is the role of a lifetime for her. Definitely. So release. <laughs> Um, it, it came out, did it come out in 18? I, I guessed. I, I don't know if it's 18 or 19. It's one of those two. It might have come out in this year. This or, you I know, mean, last year, technically, for you guys listening at yes, home. Yes, in the future. That's what the future part of the Wikipedia says, calling it now. In the future, 
a, a worse version of this Wikipedia will be made <laughs> on a podcast that doesn't make worse Wikipedia articles usually. <laughs> yes. Reception. How do you think it was received? Uh, it seemed sublimely average. I heard no bad things about it. I Yeah, I think... I haven't heard anything about it at all, so I think it was just kind of... It flew under the radar, kind of. I'm sure all the kids who went to see it loved it, and all the parents who brought the kids were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm sure that it made a decent amount of money from kids really wanting to see it. Again, But, again, I, again. I, like, I'm sure it didn't lose a ton of money, or that would have... We would have heard about that. Yeah. But I don't think it, like, broke any records or anything like that. It wasn't... there. The thing with the first Lego movie is that, visually, it was so cool. The fact yeah. that, they, that they did that thing. and But, like, doing that again kind of has lost its shine at this point. Yeah. Especially when you've made Lego Batman and Lego Ninja Go and, and all those stuff. With the visuals being just as good in those movies. What's hard is going and watching any of, like, the mini shorts that they make that look like the video games. That, that look like a 1995 video game. Yeah. <laughs> like, any of that's tough now. Yeah. It doesn't even look like the new video games. The new video games look pretty good. It looks yeah. like Lego Island. Yeah. <laughs> Lego Island's what I was thinking of when you were saying they don't do war stuff. I'm like, yeah, Le wasn't Lego Island you were literally a pizza boy? Like, they didn't even know how to do video games back then. So that's the reception. And now it's time to predict the future. I don't think that we're supposed to predict future Wikipedia entries. What do you think is the future for the Lego franchise of movies? The Lego cinematic universe, if you will. Lego Disney crossover... Full feature length in theaters Lego Star Wars movie. New original know. story. New original story. Um, written by Taika Waititi because I'd love to see it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think, I think that it. they'll just keep. I think they'll make just a Lego three and just like keep cranking money out of it as long as they can out of little kids. That's fair. That makes sense. But I don't. I don't know. Lego the movie lack three. Of hype around this one. <laughs> what do you think they would? What do you think they would subtitle a third Lego movie? Lego 3. Sure, why not? <laughs> Lego 3, the search for more money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, really quickly, I'm going to actually pull up the Wikipedia page. Hey, this is good. We're wasting a lot of time, which is nice because, because I could talk about my podcast in a paragraph and be done. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's the Wikipedia page. I shared it to you. All right. They're asking me for money. Yeah, they do that. So the Lego Movie Two, the second part, came out in twenty nineteen. So we oh, blew it. We had well, we had our bets with with saying eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, so, that's fair. So we get half credit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Warner Animation Group. So probably not a Spielberg. lot of not a Spielberg jam. Probably not a lot of. Uh, yeah, it was directed by Mike Mitchell, which is not yeah. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Chris Pratt was right, but I, I think that might be the only Chris in the movie. There are so many Chris's. I really thought that I had a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of had, like, getting uh, at least a second Chris in there, you know? I don't really need a look Chris McKay was supposed to, uh, was, was supposed to direct it, but I guess, um, did, didn't. <laughs> yeah. Chris Miller was a producer on this one, and he wrote, I think, the, or wrote, they wrote and directed the, the first one. Sick. So, let's go to the actual parts that we talked oh, about. Oh, and Chris Miller is also several voices, so... Okay. So, the plot is a lot longer than I would have thought it was. 
It is like, let's see, five paragraphs. And like three of them are very, very long. So I would say that we were probably a little simplified when it comes to the plot description. Yeah, probably. We probably didn't cover all the beats. There's a lot of score. There's a video game. There's short films. Reception. I mean... So cast. Here's the cast. Okay, let's see if there's any more Chris's. Uh, Chris Pratt. Um, nope, that's it. That's the only... <laughs> that's the only Chris. Uh, Christopher Miller played a, uh, a horse. <laughs> yeah. A talking chocolate bar. So... No, we were way mad. We were mad wrong about future. Oh, yeah? Oh, wait, yeah. hold up. Well, you're skipping ahead. I know. Um, I, I have attention deficit disorder. Oh, do you? Yeah, I know. Shocking. I've never heard you talk about that before. <laughs> um, The release, it came out in February of 2019. So that's basically 2018, if you really think about it. February is barely even in that year. It's practically in the previous year. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying the Super Bowl happens at the beginning of February. And this year's Super Bowl for 2019 is in 2020, technically. So, sure. I mean... Really, <laughs> really, really what is time? Really, time's an illusion. Um, reception. Let's see. Grossed $105.8 million in the United States, $85.1 million in other territories. Uh, so, just under $200 million worldwide. So, you know, nothing to sneeze at, I guess. I don't know how much they spent on the movie, but probably a lot with Chris Pratt in it. I think Chris He's Pratt makes about $200 million dollars you know, just to be in any movie at this point. Probably. <laughs> um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it got uh, 85%. That's audience, yeah. So that's not bad. Um, but set only 7 out of 10. So, I mean, that's weird. I don't know. It's still a passing grade. Yeah. Technically. All right, let's see. The future. Lego Movies 2 disappointing box office returns. Oh no, allowed their film rights to expire. Universal bought them. Oh, but I bet they can make some bomb-ass rides. Probably. You can make a sick Lego movie ride, now that Universal has it. Yeah, they could definitely do that. That That's, look forward to Lego Movie Land. Not to be confused with Lego No, Land. I don't think Lego, I don't think they own, they own the movie rights, but I don't think they own the, the theme park rights. I think Lego owned the Lego Land theme park rights. Probably. Probably. Although they have, so there are like six Lego Lands that are like actual theme parks and like a bunch of them have closed. So, huh. I mean, we'll, you never know what'll happen. Yeah. Um, so that is why... We are not very good at improvising Wikipedia. If you want to hear two people who are good at doing that, you should listen to Improvising Wikipedia, a podcast about that thing. Yeah. Let's jump into mine real quick. My, right, so the fact that I don't have a lot to say about mine does not mean it isn't good. It just means it's a good idea, concisely delivered, and there's not a lot to say about it. <laughs> this week, I listened to a podcast called What If World. Um, this one decidedly does not have the 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 danger e for explicit, and the episode of this, the title of this episode is "What if Legos were alive?" So basically, what happens is so Mr. like Toy Eric, Story, but with Legos. Yeah, Mister <laughs> Eric. Um, 
There's a there's a phone number you can call and leave voice messages with questions that start with what if. And <laughs> some of them are chosen uh, and played during the episode. And Mr. Eric writes and performs a story that is just like what if blah blah blah. So the the description of this episode is when the bottom brick of a building block tower decides to shake things up, will their whole toy culture come crashing down? Maybe Daphne Dill, the talking wildflower daffodil, can help keep the peace. So yeah, uh, basically early on they have a very catchy little theme song. Um, then uh, they played a, a voice message where this kid introduced himself, said, I'm insert name here. I like talking flowers. And what if Legos were alive? And Mr. Eric's like, you like talking flowers. Have you met any? Because I would like to meet some. I bet I would like them as well. It's it's a very much a a children's podcast, which is something I hadn't really come across before. Hmm. But like having it be like these like like short stories, like I could see that being a cool thing to like listen to with your kid while you're in the car or before bed or something like that. Kind of yeah. like the, how people used to gather around the radio to listen to to Buck Rogers or whatever. Sure. Um, so basically, the story is, what if Legos were alive? And it starts with a talking flower, and then we get into these living bricks. There's drama and compassion, delight. Uh, who Who's all on the pod? Is it just the one... Mr. Eric. Mr. Eric on the podcast, so he does all the all the characters and voices and everything? Yeah, he does do a bunch That's of cool. different voices for each one. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. It is. It, it feels like... It's like, what if you took just the, like, imagination train part of Mr. Rogers and turned it into an, a, a radio play? So, yeah, it, it was very charming, and I enjoyed it. This one was 16 minutes. Uh, I've started listening to, my, listening to my podcasts on time and a half speed, so it was uh-huh. less than that for me. But, um, <laughs> so you're, like, hit play, and then we're like, oh, it's over. Okay. Basically, yeah. But, yeah, it was it was nice. And, like, it's something I'd never experienced before in terms of, like... I didn't really even think about what might be out there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's good that there's that there's content out there for everyone. Uh, and I mean, with as many podcasts as there are out there, I literally think there is something out there that everyone would like. We've never, we've never not been able to find podcasts. You know, and I honestly don't foresee that happening ever, ever. The at this point, I'd be, I would be really surprised if we picked a random topic and couldn't find a podcast like that would shock me yeah um and not only that but like two different separate podcasts that take completely different you know uh views about something i yeah 100 percent. i do think just to pad out my portion of the podcast uh as well i'm curious i think we should each share just one like lego memory from our childhood okay so you should you should start Okay, I can do that. So, so what I'm well, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, this is back when Dad's mom, uh, when Grandma Newverth was working for Old Country Buffet. Okay. They would do in the summer. They would do parades. Yeah. And we I went recall. and did a parade in Stewartville, and I wore the bee costume yeah. in the parade in rollerblades i rollerbladed in the bee costume in the parade so that was a thing that i did i remember being jealous of that at the time it's not fun to do in it yeah 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 by the time i was old enough to i she didn't do that anymore and then also as an adult i realized it must have not have been good 
it wasn't that fun but it like it was an experience and like the i really liked rollerblading when i was younger but rollerblading and parade is different because you have to go very slow Mm-hmm. Because you have to stay with your float. And that's not how I liked to rollerblade. No. Also, it was in the middle of summer and about a million degrees, and I was wearing a giant bee costume. Yeah. With a broken head fan, yeah? Probably. I don't think any of those uh, mascot costumes actually ever come with a functioning fan. I think they come with a broken fan from Factory. That that tracks. How this, What this has to do with Legos is after... We went, after we did the parade, Grandma took me to Toys R Us and let nice. me, where every, you know, where every kid wants to go. Any time that you have to go to a store, if it can be a Toys R Us, that's a win. Yeah. When you're a kid. Unfortunately, those, you know, don't exist anymore. But it was a blast um, when you're a kid, just because the whole store is just toys wall to wall. And I got to pick out what I wanted. Pretty much anything I wanted. And I got, that's actually where I got the Lego Mindstorm set, which is not a cheap set. It was like a $100 or $200 Lego set. Woof. Um, and she, that old country buffet is closed now and so is Toys R Us. So I don't think anyone can get in trouble. She traded old country buffet coupons to like one of the managers at the Toys R Us to get the Lego set. Sick. That's awesome. But so, like, and I played with the Lego set a little bit, and like I said, I struggled getting to work with our computer, but, like, that's, uh, that's one of the coolest memories I have with, honestly, that's the thing with Legos, I like playing with Legos a lot, but, like, the first time you build a set, or just, like, getting the set and, like, having a new set of Legos to play with was always the most fun. Sure. Because, I mean, we had a big bucket full of Legos, but, like, those are the old Legos that we already played with. Those are used Legos. Who wants to play with those ones? I want a new set. See, my Lego memory is a bucket-based memory. Okay. I always, I did love new sets, especially, but like, I feel like, um, so like when I got a Lego set a lot of times, and this is just a lot of me not saving my allowance well, um, but it was like something little, knick-knacky, and I would build it and play or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having a lot more fun just with the bucket. Mm. Yeah, but I was I was down the block at the at the Johnsons. Okay, hanging with Alex and Zach. If you're listening, they're super not listening. Uh, shout out! <laughs> oh, of course they're listening. Everyone listens to our podcast. Yeah, you have to. How uh, also, you Chris Pratt, listening? if you're listening, I really liked you in all your movies. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the same for, same for Chris Farley. Um. <laughs> oh God, uh, I'm the worst. Okay, no. <laughs> um, but we uh, so we like we would and i don't know how we got away with this but in front of their house like on their steps we would build like these big lego cities like we would mm-hmm. build lego houses and each of our characters would have jobs um like one of them was the mechanic but the other thing was we would try and build lego pod racers and then make them race and by race i mean hold them and, and run. run around the house so the construction <laughs> of your of your pod racer really had nothing to do with how fast you could no. go and, like, I wasn't good at building things that looked good. It was mostly, like, vaguely pod, pod racer shaped uh, with zero color scheme. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I remember, like, building those cities and, like, having... Instead of me designing the interior of my own house, one of the other characters was, like, that's their job. They're an interior designer. So, like, they designed it for me. And I'm like, sick. Yeah. Like... <laughs> 
part of our Lego game was not getting to build my own stuff sometimes, you know? That was just... <laughs> and that's that's my that's my standout Lego memory from childhood. Yeah, no, definitely. When getting to play with someone else with Legos is always... If, if you can get that cooperation going, it's always it's always a fun time. I think Alex and Zach's mom was just happy to have them not playing in the house. I think that's why you got away with so much stuff, like, on their front Outside, step. yeah. Just like, just, just go be not inside. <laughs> yeah, that tracks, honestly. Oh, man, childhood was wild. Um, we should probably throw this on over to the algorithm, huh? Uh, I suppose, uh, here, do you have, uh, I have contact information for my podcast really quickly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like I said, I had a... Co- I'll do it after the algorithm um, for the other stuff. Um, but so, contact... Oh, there we are. Um, so they are Improvised Wikipedia. They've got uh, Facebook, which is just facebook.com slash Improvised Wikipedia. And then on Twitter, it is Improv Wikipod. And if you want the spelling of that, you can check our episode description because it'll be there. Yeah. Um, if you want to check out What If World, it's What If World stories for kids by eric o'keefe you can find them at whatifworldpodcast.com and uh you can call to leave them a voicemail at 205-605-what and be featured on the show very cool yeah it's the first time we've had a phone number in these uh <laughs> in these contact infos that's um, true let's uh let's let's input some of this data into our algorithm real quick let's all right all right oh, i'm getting my first printout now okay it says what if world is for for kids it's great for also anyone interested in creating art or media for children uh, it's a great example of ways to do that if you were interested in seeing like cool ways to interact with your audience it has some of that and uh if you want something to listen to that the little ones can enjoy um then check out what if world great all right got my printout here uh it says that improvised wikipedia is recommended for anyone who is a fan of this podcast that this one that you're listening to right now everyone including chris pratt especially chris pratt uh it actually uh well i'll get to that um it's (laughs) it's recommended for anyone who likes this podcast it's recommended for people who aren't afraid of you know explicit comedy a little bit it's they don't go overboard but you know definitely be prepared for that and then it says it's recommended specifically for chris pratt awesome so um make Uh, sure chris pratt who's definitely listening to this episode make sure you go and listen so this one is obviously you do learn things from it but does this fall under that category of like friend replacement podcasts uh yeah oh uh, so one thing i did want to mention i guess is the way that they edit they have one person in one ear mostly and the other person in the other ear mostly. Which, if okay. you're listening with two head, like with a full headphones, is, is great. Because it feels like you're kind of sitting in the middle of a conversation. Right. But I tried to listen to it without headphones on my phone at one point, And I could hear one of them great and the other one not so great. Because my, uh, my phone speakers are not of equivalent power. Sure. And so that's, that's just something I wanted to to note if if i were editing that particular podcast i would dial that back a little bit sure because it's uh, i like that effect but it just got a little a little intense um before we get into the thank yous i do have a couple of little things so after our last episode went up i did a poll on twitter 
Okay. It was about Baby Yoda and Christmas Yoda, which we talked about in our last episode. All right. Um, I asked the internet, which I put up a picture of Christmas Yoda and Baby Yoda and asked which they thought was cuter. 13 people voted in this poll. Nice. Which, considering our listenership, I thought that was a pretty good... Pretty good turnout. <laughs> pretty, pretty good turnout sample there. <laughs> we had 13 votes. 31% of people could not decide between Christmas Yoda and Baby Yoda. Wild. And actually, with 38%, Christmas Yoda won. All so right. apparently, Christmas, according to our polling, Christmas Yoda is cuter than Baby Yoda. We gotta ship this info to Disney, because they, they need <laughs> to know. They need it to it's know. It's very important. Yeah. I do have the a... The Mandalorian depends on it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I do have a quick self-correction from our Star Wars episode 2 as well, actually. 2 as okay. well. That's a phrase I just said from our Star Wars episode. Uh, we talked about Jar Jar Binks as a senator. Jar Jar Binks apparently is not a senator. He's a representative. Yes. Now, if you want to know what that means in the galactic government, you would have to look that up because I have no idea what the difference between a representative and a senator is other than a senator is like a higher ranked member of yeah. the Senate. So I actually mentioned that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember you mentioning specifically that he was a representative. Okay, no, I just mentioned he wasn't a senator because yeah. um, in the podcast I mentioned, they, they refer yeah. to him as that. So, but um, he, that's the thing. He never becomes a senator. Yeah, no. It's, uh, he's yeah. a representative the whole time. He already was one. It's not that he becomes one for the movie. Yeah. This whole thing got way longer than I meant it to. Um, so some of that might get edited out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially this part. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. This part's definitely staying in. All right. One more thing. Sorry. Okay. Also, I wanted to thank... Our Podchaser followers, which I will do as long as it is reasonable to do so. And right now, there are two of them. So I will thank all both of them. Yes. We have Reginald the Great on Podchaser and Aha Dad is, are both following us on Podchaser. And I appreciate it very much. Thanks, uh, if you could review us, that would be even better. But, yeah. you know, following is fantastic too. Yeah. So that's great. Small, small, small victories. Yeah. I love it. All right, now we can do the thank yous. Go ahead, brother. Uh, so my, so I have some stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I do a and d stream 8 o'clock on Wednesdays. Uh, currently, we're doing a um, uh, a marathon of all of our past episodes, uh, one a day at 8. I don't know if that's still happening when this releases. If not, then check us out on Wednesdays or go to our Twitch and just watch some of the backlog because it's all there now that we made affiliate. I also do VR streams. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing those for longer and more often. So if you guys have interest Ooh. in VR, want to check out anything I'm doing, um, uh, starting this Thursday, uh, I will be doing two-hour streams from 10 to midnight uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So oh, great. Check, check me out for some more VR content. Um, and yeah, uh, now the thank yous. Thank you to Ame for letting me use her microphone. And thank you yeah, to thanks, Dad for uh, algorithm assistance. Yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for the Chromebook that I'm Skyping with right now. Brad, super special thanks to viewers like you. Yeah. Thanks for thanks in advance for uh, rating and reviewing and following us on all of the things. Pestering your we friends appreciate to it. listen. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'll see you next time. Love you, brother. Love you, brother.